Well, it's lovely to be with you today. Thank you for inviting me and uh, hope you enjoy the blessings of God over this very special weekend for you and for your church and for the community that we all live in. Well, I wonder how often you stop and look at the sea. We're surrounded by sea here, aren't we? And we sometimes can probably just go back and forth and not notice it, but sometimes it's always good to stop and look. And I do that often when I'm out for my walks and I get lost in my thoughts as I look at the water and I allow the ripples to roll over my mind and to bring peace to my soul. I find it very therapeutic to look at the sea, to listen to the sea and occasionally to swim in it as well, although sometimes when it's too cold I splash around and uh, make a lot more noise than swim. But I love to stand somewhere like Port Swaff on a rough day and watch the waves crash in and feel the, the waves thunder down onto the shore and uh, again the waves and the um, the, 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 the wind and everything around stirs my thoughts within me. Well, the fishermen in, on the sea in our Bible reading uh, were used to the water. They'd fished the Sea of Galilee all their lives, and one day there the people crowded around Jesus and listened to the word of God. While the fishermen were busy washing their nets, Jesus got into one of the boats the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. And he sat down and he taught the people from inside the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, now put out into deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Now, can you imagine what was going through Simon Peter's mind? He'd fished all night and caught absolutely nothing. He'd been busy washing his nets, clearing up from a frustrating night. And Jesus said to him, go out and do it all again. And that would mean at the very least that he'd have to wash his nets again. Now we can see why Simon perhaps began to protest. Master, are you sure? We've worked all night and haven't caught anything. But because it's you, I'll let down the nets. When the Lord does something, he doesn't do half a job. Peter and the other apostles experienced joy and astonishment because they were willing to cast their nets in faith. All expectations had been exceeded. The nets started to break and the boats almost sunk under the load. Now can you imagine their emotions? Frustration, having caught nothing all night long, being tired, weary, probably feeling quite weak and hungry by this point, maybe somewhat annoyed that Jesus had asked him to do something that he'd already found to be a pointless exercise. But doing it nonetheless, because it was Jesus who asked him, and Jesus didn't have a reputation for ever being wrong. And then when he saw this amazing sight of Two sinking boats full of fish, Simon Peter was awestruck by the miracle and his first response was to realise his own insignificance in comparison to Jesus' greatness. Jesus was known for healing the sick, driving out demons 
And now he was also known to be a master fisherman, something that Simon Peter had been doing all his life. And as Jesus gave the command and performed the miracle, Simon Peter was amazed that Jesus cared about his day-to-day routine and livelihood and understood his needs. When Simon Peter witnessed this miracle, he fell at Jesus' knees and he said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the sight of the catch that was taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Their humanity was felt in that point as they were in the presence of Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then Jesus said to Simon Peter, don't be afraid, from now on you will catch people. So the fishermen pulled up their boats on the shore, left everything and followed him. It's an amazing story, but more so, it's a piece of scripture that teaches you and I so much about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. When we look at what the teaching is, we see that it speaks to us about our coming to God through Jesus, firstly recognising our own need of God and recognising at the same time, like the fishermen did, that we can't save ourselves and that we need God to help us. If we know that Jesus is the only one who can help us, we will be ready to leave everything and follow him. After Jesus had called the the disciples to follow him a first time, and we can read about that in John chapter 1, verses 35 to 51, Peter and Andrew had gone back to fishing. They continued to watch Jesus, however, as he established his authority in the synagogue, healed the sick, and drove out the demons. And on the occasion that we read of in today's scripture, we see that Jesus was establishing his authority in their lives. He met them on their level and helped them in their work. So this time, how could they not follow him? For us, following Jesus means more than just acknowledging him as our Lord and Saviour. We must leave our past behind and commit our future to him and then go out like the disciples did and make a difference as we spread the good news of his love and salvation freely that is available for all people. We can serve God in the church. We can witness for the Lord as we live our lives and be attractive, gracious and encouraging to others. We can speak up for the Lord as we share our faith when questioned or called on to have a word for him. And we can be a blessing to others and help them in kind and meaningful ways, for that is what is meant by being fishers of people. So today, let the sea and this story remind us about Jesus, remembering that as he led the apostles, so too he leads our lives. As he did good things for the apostles to meet their needs of body, mind and soul, So Jesus does that for us. And when he says, cast your nets, may we be faithful and then astonished and joyful at what the Lord will do in our lives. Amen.
God bless you.